Welcome to the J Train Podcast. It's J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from the quarantine cabin on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. We are here Monday through Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. I'll say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, this is the last week of Freed by Noon. We're done Monday through Friday. We move back to Mondays and Thursdays after this. So, if you want your daily J Train hot and steamy in your cup, sign up for Patreon. Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. We're about to have some changes to the whole scheduling. So, that doesn't mean we're, I'm still answering emails. You, you know the show. Keep sending them in, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Keep telling your friends, your brothers, your sisters, your mamas, your papas. Keep subscribing on YouTube. Hello, YouTube land. Hello, YouTube. I see you watching. Tell a friend about the YouTube. You can see my eyebrows move with the E. Keep on spreading the word. We got emails. I'm going to do a bunch of emails because they keep coming in. I'll do a charcuterie chat and then we're out of here. Let's do it. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. How do I tell my boyfriend that I live with that he doesn't need to call me on his way home from work every day to chat because I'll see him when he gets home anyway? It's a good question. You don't want to offend your boyfriend. You don't want to be like, stop calling me, bitch. Like, you don't want to be that. You you know it all comes from a good place. Here's what I would say. My family actually has a name for this. It's when you call someone while you're on the way home. He's doing this for himself a little bit, too. He's calling you on the way home to fill the time for him. So there'll be a moment, my family does this all the time, well, you'll get a call from someone like my parents or my mom, my dad, or I'll call them and my, my mom will go, or my dad will usually go, am I just cheap fodder right now? Am I cheap filler? We call it cheap filler. That's what he's doing to you. You are his cheap filler to get him through the ride home so he doesn't have to sit there you know, scanning the radio for music. First of all, Turn them on to the J Train podcast. There's a good start. I would also, you call him out. So if you call him out on what he's actually doing, it's not stop calling me, you, you know, I don't want to talk to you. Stop calling me and making me your cheap filler. That's what you have to do. Because now it's addressing the reason he's calling you. He's calling you to fill his time. And you got other shit to do. You know, fill my time. I don't want to. I don't want to waste my time getting you driving home. I'll see you when you're back. Stop making me the cheap filler. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. When to quit? My boyfriend is a drug addict. Whew. We really went to a serious one right away. We have been working really hard to get him sober. His drug of choice is meth. I'm really sorry about that. Uh, and he's been a user for 10 years almost. He has been sober for a couple months now with only one relapse, and I'm so proud of him. The problem is that he's now doing other drugs when he goes out, like Coke, because they, quote-unquote, aren't as bad. I keep telling him that this isn't uh, true and that it, as an addict he shouldn't mess around with drugs and that are addictive, no matter the degree of addictiveness. 
He goes out with his friends and does it, but doesn't tell me. But I can tell because he sleeps for a couple days in a row after. I love him, and I've told him I will be there supporting him. But at the same time, I feel frustrated and wonder where my life will be if I keep going through this with him. I'm 30, and he's 25. We are long distance. It has been really hard recently because he lives in America, and I'm in Canada, so no border crossing is allowed right now. But before, at least I would see him every month or two, and I could uh, be more grounded in my feelings. But I haven't seen him in person for now four months and it's really killing me I don't want to leave him especially when he is obviously struggling but I also feel really hopeless and I don't want to be long distance forever but I really don't see getting him getting his act together enough for that to be a possibility unless I want to be to support both of us when he's sober I know he's my soulmate but will he ever choose me over the drugs ah, I'm really sorry this is a sad email um, I'm also not an expert in these matters I'm not an expert in anything I just told someone to yell at someone about cheap fillers. So first, let me start it. I'm not an expert in anything. Um, I'm just here to read your email and kind of commiserate and uh, throw a couple ideas. If I ideas against the wall, as far as like, first of all, I would say you have to take care of your own life. You have to be a little bit more selfish. I understand, you know, addiction is uh, is is a disease. So and and also you're not an expert. You're like me. We're both stupid fucking idiots. And all we want to do is help, but we don't want to help in the wrong way. What I would say to you, you said that he's been a user for 10 years I'm, and he's sober a couple of months now. I don't know what that means. Does that mean he's seeing someone to help him get sobered? Is he going to therapy? Is he going to group therapy? Are his family involved? I would, um, if I'm you, I would kind of huddle up with the family. I would say to the family, uh, you know, what's the plan here? How are you guys helping him? Because right now you're being used as some sort of crutch, an emotional one. You're the girlfriend that's afar. So girlfriend, boyfriend that's afar, the distance kind of makes you a moment of stability where you don't get to feel, you get to feel, you don't get to feel stable. He just gets to use you for 20 minutes on the phone with no plan to see each other. I, you said that I, I don't, his act together enough. To me, it doesn't sound like he's hit a rock bottom. I think people need a bottom to be able to come, you know, to come back. And when you're going to other drugs, that means you don't see the severity of addiction and all those things that go into it. I would lean on the family. I would make sure he's getting counseling. I would make sure that professionals are being taken in. If he's two months sober on his own, that I don't know how real that sobriety is because all of these things. Um, something as small as they won't text me back and something as huge as an addiction, you need the tools in the tool chest to be able to get through the hard times. So when you feel down that someone doesn't text you back, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to text them, hey, how you been? We should go get drinks next week. And then they'll either say yes or no. In an addiction part, there has to be things to do in scenarios where you feel weak and you're like, well, I'll just go out with my friends. Actually, that's not a smart move because there's going to be other drugs there and I'm prone to addiction. So let me grab this other tool, which is go to the movies or something. I don't know. I'm just saying it sounds like you didn't mention any of the professionals that are around him. And I think you have to give off the responsibility that you're feeling to the professionals, J train Pog, and the family, the family and professionals. And you need to team up to get the right people around him. I mean, and part of the rock bottom might be losing you as a crutch. 
Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Matched with a guy on an app. Messaged him, and I'm waiting for a response. Is it over-eager to follow him on Instagram in the meantime? We have mutual friends, if that matters, LOL. It is over-eager. You said you match with a guy on an app and you message him. That, I understand, matching doesn't mean that you want to talk to everyone that you matched with. That's some reality I'll hit you with. I'm sorry to say. Matching someone doesn't mean that you're going to go on a date with someone. Going on a date with someone doesn't mean you're going to go on a second date with someone. Going on 20 dates with someone doesn't mean that you're going to get engaged to that person. Getting engaged to that person doesn't mean that you guys are going to go move away and retire together in 50 years and have grandkids. The past doesn't mean the future. You matched. Sounds great. You took the initiative. You message. Sounds great. Now we... Now you, 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 now you keep going and matching with other people. I wouldn't get caught up on specific people. I know this is the hard part about dating apps is you can get tunnel vision. You can be like, that guy, we got mutual friends. He's, a, he's my type. Oh, my God, he wrote a funny bio. I am zoned in. The reality is it's probably not going to work out with him. But, and if here's the other thing. When you... Follow someone on Instagram, you are giving them free access to you. What does that mean? You are giving them the, the access to be a part of your life, to respond to your Instagram stories, to like your posts, to comment, to be fun and flirty and, and hilarious when they do, without having to take you on a date or making time to get to know you. They get to get to know you on their own terms for free. You're letting them in the amusement park of you without ever having them pay admission. And you deserve admission. You're a fun amusement park. You put a lot of work into this amusement park. You go to the gym every day. You have friends. You, you hang out with people. You, you, you got family, that's great. And all these good things in your life. People should pay to have access to that. You have a great personality, you're fun, you listen to the J Train podcast. These are all great things about you. He should message you. He should take you out. He should ask for your number. He should go uh, ask for the second date. He should please you as a woman sexually. This is all I'm saying. If they're not paying the tab, then you shouldn't just fucking let them in the park. gmail.com. And part of that is allowing for the Instagram follow or allowing for you or going following him so that he'll follow you back so he knows he has access to you. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Can a man really just be friendly? J train. You are wonderful. Thanks for all you do. Well, thank you. A consultant I used to work with moved away a year ago and out of the blue started messaging me this week. We used to talk regularly at work at points on the phone every day and occasionally hang out outside the office. He always had a girlfriend and judging from Instagram still does. It doesn't feel odd to me that he reached out, but it does feel odd he kept, kept talking to me and starting sending me photos. See attached screenshots. Let's see the screenshots. Okay, he writes, hi, how's it going? Well, hello. Are you like a walking advertisement for Colorado? Are you enjoying it out there? If we ever come out, uh, come out of quarantine, I want to visit. This is her writing. 
I want to visit. It's good. It's it's good here. Quarantine's turned crazy a bit. See some close friends. Kept my job, but work too much because of other cuts. Got a kitten and enjoy working from home. Don't want to go back to the office, but do what want to go back to the world. Ha! Glad you texted. How's everything? Okay. I haven't read the rest of the text, but you are very excited to hear from this guy you used to talk to a few times at work. Let me just, I, I mean, you opened up. I'm not, I'm not blaming the emailer, but I'm saying right now he wrote, ha, he wrote blankety blank. How's it going? That's all he wrote. He wrote her name. How's it going? Well, hello. Are you like a walking out? And now you're updating him again. This is back to what I said in the last email. You're letting him know that you've uh, taken a lot of time and effort on his profile. Oh, I see all the Colorado stuff. He writes, life is good here in Colorado. So happy to hear you're doing well. I want to see that kitten. I just had my first day back at the office today. Surprisingly, it was nice being back. Okay, that was Monday. That's the end of the conversation. She didn't respond. Friday, he opens up. Have a great weekend. That's weird. Now I'm on her side. Now he's done. I mean, you did. Here's what you let him know. You let him know that you were very so excited to hear from him that you also revealed that you know everything about his life. Then he wrote life is good. And then now he's like, oh, let me check it with her. Have a great weekend. That was Friday. She sends the kitten picture. She says three months. She sends another kitten video, five months. I'm delayed responding. Had too much going on this week. So you like being back in the office? I'm sure you've heard all about the blank uh, where I am. Uh, have you been back recently? And you have a wonderful, pa- and you do have a wonderful Patagonia commercial weekend planned for yourself? Uh, and do you have a wonderful pla- Patagonia weekend? You're being... This is very friendly. I, I I don't see anything weird from him yet other than he followed up. So damn cute. No worries. I haven't been back since late January. Nothing crazy planned. Going to go climb with my buddy in Boulder on Saturday, and then we're going to hang out by the creek and throw Frisbee, play guitar. I mean, what heaven is he living in? He's trying to find a lady. Is he going to find a lady by the creek? It's possible. A lot of people hang on around where, where we're likely going. He may need to work on his guitar skills, though. She writes, ha ha, you sound like a country song right now. Well, let me know if your friend is ever in town. Have a good weekend yourself. So she opens it up to like, let me get fixed up with the friend. LOL, he writes, at the country song part, not the friend part. <laughs> That's funny. Ha ha, I will. Unlike, highly unlikely, though. <laughs> like, like he, He's laughing at the country song part, and then he's like, ha ha, I will. That's not likely. You're not going to meet my friend. I kind of flirt with you. Oh, well, enjoy your climbing and guitaring. I'll be living it up with some social distancing, drinking, and a, uh, and a potential Ikea trip. So then she writes back. She writes back to that. So we are wonderful friends, and I've been out tonight. That night, after, dr- after some drinks, she writes to him. So we are wonderful friends, and I've been out tonight. So did you text me for any specific purpose this week? She's investigating. Ha ha, just trying to be friendly. No other reason than other than I wanted to see how you were doing in this crazy period we're in. She writes back, sorry, drunk. Drunk blank was out the last night. Oh, so the next day he write back that just to see how you're doing. And she writes, sorry, drunk me was out last night. 
He writes back, no worries. Uh, I read that message and was like, she's drunk. Forgot to respond. Was the group uh, was with a group of people around the fire. Ha ha. I only ended up having a pitcher of sangria for dinner and somehow uh, thought that was a good idea. Did you have fun? Uh, and thanks for understanding. Oh, my fucking God. Yeah, we had a blast. Friday night, some pics from yesterday's climbing. So beautiful. I can't send anything back to, to compare and where I am, unfortunately. Okay, so those are the texts. To me, he's matching your energy. Is it weird that he followed up to say, have a great weekend? A little bit. To me, you're... He's... I wouldn't... She writes, after those, the conversation only continues. I would consider our level of friendship someone who I'd contact if I were in a city to have lunch or drinks with him and his girlfriend, but not a close friend. We always got along, and obviously I think he's cute or wouldn't be writing in. Also, I look similar to his girlfriend, which always weirded me out a little bit. They also got a couple's Instagram account after they moved. Thanks, Jay, for all your honest work. I would say you need to back away because he will be just nice enough. This guy's being nice. He's living under... The blissful naivete of we're just friends. I'm just reaching out. But honestly, there's no reason for you to, to, to be keeping up. I, I, I understand the idea of like, oh, we'll be friends, but you're states away from each other. He sends that text to check in. It feels like you offer a little bit of excitement for him. You offer another girl who he knows has uh there's a flirtatious vibe which you're both feeling you said he's cute and you guys keep up and he can always bat he can always jump out of the f the plane ride of this thing before it hits the mountain he can always save himself that's the problem with it he can be flirty he can have his fun and then the minute you go hey why did you text this week nothing just checking in and then you go, oh, okay, cool. And then it keeps going. It keeps going. It's friendly. And now you've spent a year of your life going back with a guy who only needed this out of you. And you want more. You want more. And this is not, this is a dead end. I, I, and I think it's okay to let go of these people. I understand why you're keeping it going. He's nice. You guys have good conversation. You have something in common. You like to send the pictures. He, but none of this... From his end, he can always defend this. And the minute it gets to the point where you say, hey, I, I feel like we have this thing in common. Should we, just, you know, I know you're in a relationship, but should we take a chance? He can go, ta-ta, and then jump out of the plane and go, I have a girlfriend, ah, and then hit his shoot. And then you go into the mountain of wasted time. JTrainPodcast.gmail.com. JTrainPodcast.gmail.com. J Train, love the pod. Always look forward to the daily show and look forward to it every weekday. I wanted to get right to it. I'm going to be a senior in college this fall and I'm taking and I'm talking to this girl from Texas. We both go to school in Southwest Virginia. I'm from Northern Virginia. Can't wait for you to come back to DC so I can see a show. Things have been going great besides the fact that we haven't been able to see each other due to distance. How do I keep her interested so that we when we go back to school in the fall and keep the relationship growing? I've been I've really enjoyed talking to her but don't know how to bring up FaceTime, etc. I really uh, guess I want to know how to get to that next level while quarantine and distance plays such a big factor. Um, so I think all you can do is first not take things personally. 
What do I mean by that? I mean, this is a long play. You're playing for months down the line. It might be more months than we can even understand right now. So, play when it's a slow game like that, it can get it can be easy to be like, "Oh, every moment is 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 pressurized. When do I get back to them? When do I Right now, all you want to do is spend time getting to know them. That's all you want to do. That, baseline, honestly. So you say to this person, hey, uh, I, would, I would just say, hey, uh, I'm going to be around all. Again, never put pressure on the time, especially because this, ca- this is supposed to be casual and fun right now. You're states away from each other. You want to see each other at school. So here's, again, to go back to my advice to the, to the woman that wrote in, you do have access to this person. You guys went to school. You guys, uh, I look, uh, I, and I'm talking to this girl from Texas. We both go to school, so you go to school to each other. I'm sure with each other. I'm sure you guys follow each other on Instagram. You should be liking every post. You should be responding to every now and again to her uh, stories. Be fun. Be flirty. Be interested. Ask questions. Those are all great things to keep it up. And all you're doing right now, just trying to get to know you. That's all you're trying to do. And then be like, hey, this weekend, uh, what do you, what's your, like, if I were you, the plan for a FaceTime, what's your plan this weekend? Oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, I got this going on. I got that going on. I'm just going to be hanging around on Sunday. Uh, let me know if you want to get on FaceTime on Sunday. I'm going to be around kind of bored. Would love to talk to you. She'll say yes, no, or maybe, or give you another day. But that's a good casual way of like, hey, this weekend, I got this, I got that. Also, if you're around to FaceTime, I'll be around Sunday night. Are, are you maybe you're, uh, if if you're up for that? Boom. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. So you wonder what is uh, if you're wondering what's a good way to support the show? You can support the sponsors. Go to the description of the episode, and there are sponsors showing. This every week, new sponsors with new deals for the listeners. If the deals help you, use my promo code. You help the show. Doesn't that sound good? Here are my sponsors this week. Figs, the scrubs. Fig scrubs are the most comfortable, amazing, and wearable. You can wear them out, and they look good. Quip, and I'm giving you 15% off on figs, I think. 15% off. Use code JTRAIN15. Quip, I'm giving you a free refill pack. Get a free, first refill free at getquip.com slash JTrain. What I love about Quip is that it tells you when you should be done brushing. It has a two-minute timer. Native, they have new smells inspired by the country. I love this. Nativedeodorant.com, use code JTrain for 20% off. Um, feel CBD. If, you're not, if you've never tried CBD, Feels is a great place to start. They've got a hotline you can call. Um, I am using CBD every day, and it's really helped me. You can get 50, 50% off your first order, Feels, F-E-A-L-S dot com slash J-Train, and become a member. So Feels.com slash J-Train. Love that. Let's do the charcuterie chat. Hit the music, Shelby. Today's charcuterie chat is about this board by Half-Baked Harvest. I want to show this Greek-inspired antipasto platter, kind of like a cheese board and an antipasto plate, 
but with hummus too. So it's all my favorites on one board. Now, if you look at the board, it what I will agree with Half-Baked Harvest on is that, yes, I like everything on this board. There isn't one thing. But you know what this board is? This board is you've taken all things I want and I want to be great and you've made it one mediocre board. What is that? A spoonful of hummus? How? Who's eating? If, if I have hummus, I want it in a big old bowl and I want a bunch of pita that's been grilled and has a little olive oil on it and I can take a big old scoop and put it on my plate and throw a bunch of pita at it and be dunking the whole day. This board gets us nowhere. If I, if I want a meat and cheese of a charcuterie board, I want, if I want a charcuterie board, I see that salami that looks so good? I want to be able to make a salami sandwich out of it. I want so much salami on that board that I can't even fucking eat the whole thing. Olives? Love olives. But what are we going to divide the seven amongst the four people at the party? What you've done with this board is that you have taken away the meze platter. I would rather have a meze platter and a charcuterie than have everything just stuck onto one plate in the corner so that you can check in and go, it's Greek inspired. No, give me the Greek meal. Give me the tzatziki. Give me the hummus. Give me the grilled pita. Give me the cheese. I want, don't give me a taste of a Greek platter. I want the whole Greek feast. Where are the lemon potatoes? Where are they? Where's the kebabs? What you've done is you've created a mediocre board to remind us of better boards that we wish were there. You have given us a mediocre board in place of having an actual meal that we want to have. Why don't you just give me a little bite of a cheeseburger and then go, yeah, wouldn't cheeseburgers be great? Yeah, make the whole fucking cheeseburger. Now instead I have Greek inspired. Inspired means that I'm going to leave hungry because you only got a hint of hummus. Here's a tablespoon of hummus that you can try because it's Greek inspired. No, put the hummus in one of those Gatorade tubs and let me drink from it. That's today's charcuterie chat. You can send in your charcuterie chat to jtrainpodcast.gmail.com. We'll be back next episode. Boom. <laughs>